clever opening line. Hi, I'm Matthew Miner. And I'm Stephen Holmes. And this is Corntown, an investigative journalism podcast brought to you by the SM Experience. Last week, we put on our big boy pants and ventured into a haunted house to determine whether ghosts are behind the attacks plaguing Corntown. While we can't conclusively say that ghosts aren't real and aren't responsible, we did find something else. In the basement of the house, we discovered an entrance to the old tunnel system that runs under the town. The town sealed off the entrances to the tunnels, but it seems they missed one. We followed the tunnel all the way to the old corn mart. There, we found the former pillar of the town and the subject of last season's investigation, Jaron Deeb. Mr. Deeb, it's good to see you. Is it? Is it good to see me? Do I look well, living in my empty store? My fallen kingdom? Uh, sorry, we, we didn't realize Cornmart went out of business. Oh, it, it hasn't. We're still technically open, though we haven't seen a customer in months. Things have been tough. I uh, had to sell my house and my prized hotel soap collection to keep the store afloat. I, I live here now with those who remain faithful to me, namely Susie from Home Goods, Darla, our cashier, and of course my cart boys, probably out scavenging for squirrels or pizza pops. <laughs> we saw that the town was hit hard by these attacks, but we had no idea things had gotten this bad. Attacks? What attacks? There have been several attacks by what might be a monster or possibly a ghost. But probably not aliens. Curious, curious. I had no idea. News from the outside <laughs> doesn't reach us here. So wait, if this isn't because of the attacks, what exactly happened here? Oh, you know, people turned on me. I thought I'd regain their trust and adoration, but it was all scratched away from me by that sniveling worm, Justin Doby. The guy who ran for mayor? The very same. He asked for my endorsement for the position, but I told him no. There was no way I was supporting him when there was such a precious little kitty on the ballot. He always thought he knew what was best for this town. I'm what was best for this town. He tarnished my reputation, spread false rumors that I was still enamored by the potato, not the cob. The plebs ate it up. Oh, if I ever get my hands on him, I'll certainly do, do do things, things that will not be pleasant. <laughs> I don't have any concrete plans, but he'll be sorry. Yeah, probably. You'll have to find him first. Oh, he's missing. That's wonderful, wonderful. I hope he's trapped underneath something. I don't know, heavy, pointy, maybe dirty, maybe all three. I really can't think of bad things. I spend most of my time brainstorming ways to boost the business. Do you think people would be into pony rides, except it's one of my cart boys wearing a pizza box saddle? I don't think so. How much are you going to charge? I don't know. How much is a pony ride? Five, six hundred? Dollars? Forget it. Gah, that sniveling worm. You know, I really should thank you two. 
For for what? You can't have the Zune. No, no, for ridding this town of that Torp. He had a good chance of winning. There was an agreement amongst the human candidates that they wouldn't advertise that any animals were running. Keep the electorate ignorant, you know. He wasn't the only one who thought Corntown should have an actual person for mayor instead of a cute animal. But we did advertise that they were running. Yes, you did, didn't you? You let Mayor Troutsnout and little Perker Posse run their ads on your show, and Perker Posse won the landslide. We wouldn't have known to solicit sponsorship from them if Justin Doby hadn't run his ad. And someone wasn't happy about that. If I were you boys, I'd watch my back. Now, if you'll excuse me, it's ba- it's bath time. I need to fill up the lobster tank and get scrub-a-dub-dubbin'. <laughs> Farewell. You may always seek refuge here. We return to Dr. Pups and Freud's after a long night of ghost hunting and revelations. Our latest hunch about what's behind these attacks was again in doubt. We brainstormed over breakfast about what else is attacking the people of Corntown. But what Jaron Deeb told us lingered in the backs of our... Back of our minds? Backs of our minds? What he told us was in our heads. Dr. P, do you have better syrup? This no-name brand syrup is crack. Uh, I do have a supply of real syrup, but you are eating... Cornflakes. Don't tell me how to live my life, Doc. Let me syrup up my cereal. And bring us more butter while you're at it. Hmm. So let's see. It's not a Bigfoot, and it's not aliens, and it's not ghosts. What could be attacking people? Could it be a gremlin sitch? No. Nobody here eats after midnight. They won't even serve you or let you pick the day-old Boston creams out of the trash. Oh, yeah. Hmm. What about androids? Mm, everyone here uses iPhones. What about robots? Eh, it's doubtful. Nobody's robot technology has surpassed Chuck E. Cheese. What about genetically engineered crab people? Mm, they banned sand at 88. Crabs need sand. Maybe crab people don't. <laughs> Be reasonable. What if it's Walt Disney after they unthought him? Could be working the zombie JFK. And Elvis. Utilizing the crew that faked the moon landing. Because this is all a simulation. Bingo. Bongo. No, that's crazy. Uh, we shouldn't have watched that conspiracy theory talk last night. Come on, we can figure this out. Okay, time to do some serious thinking. Are you gonna get that? Hello? When when did that happen? All right, I am turning it on now. More to Doc, can you turn that off? Late We're doing serious night, thinking over here. You should see this. We were out on our nightly walk to the park so Patty could do his business, rooting around in the garbage, maybe try and eat a dead bird he finds. Then, of course, he'd have his strange nightly diarrhea. And he heard something and he started barking. Next thing I knew, he was off his leash and running into the woods. I heard him whimper and I found him hurt. And I saw something running away from him. It sure didn't look like no animal. It might be true what they're saying. The former mayor was transported to Corntown General and then transported to Corntown Veterinary Services after they remembered he's a dog. He is now in stable condition and is a good boy. Yes, he is. Acting mayor and special agent Boyd Nutchess had this to say about the attack. We are all relieved to hear that the former mayor, who is a dog, survived his attack and is recovering well. It seems that his owner was able to scare off the animal 
that was attacking him. Yes, I said animal. I assure everyone that there is no monster running amok in your simple town. Despite what amateur podcasts and so-called investigators might claim, and I promise you all that soon this will all be over. And we here at Channel 4 wish former Mayor Troutsnow a speedy recovery. In other news, the Pope is at it again, this time getting into a slap fight with Tara Reid outside. Hmm. What you thinking, big guy? My wheel's spinning. Yeah, you've got a hamster on it. Hmm. Okay, Patrick Stanley Trips as owner saw the monster, but wasn't attacked himself. Right. Which means he must have gotten the best look at this thing out of anyone. You're right. All the other victims were under a great deal of stress when they were attacked. Their account of what attacked them might be inaccurate. But I bet Merle Trousseau knows exactly what it is. Do you guys still want the syrup? Obviously! With no other leads to go on, this was our best bet to finally figure out what creature is out there stalking the citizens of Corntown. We asked Merle Trousnet to meet us at the police station, where Officer Crubble offered to do a composite sketch of what it was that he saw. This episode of Corntown is brought to you in part by Corn Mart. Hello everyone, this is Jaren Deep. The same Jaren Deep used to greet everyone as Andrew Cornmart. The same Jaren Deep who sponsored Corntown Secondary's hockey team, the Mighty Husks, every year. The same Jaren Deep who would dress up as the Cobb Fairy and leave a fresh cob of corn under your child's pillow when they lose a tooth, biting into a sweet piece of corn of the cob. And just as I'm the same, Corn Mart is the same. Mostly, uh, uh, just because we've fallen on hard times doesn't mean you have to. Yes, the store uh, looks like an apocalyptic nightmare, but we've uh, still got all your needs. If your needs are our world salt, uh, uh, pre-owned winter tires, and uh, discarded fish heads. We had all the cart boys tested for rabies and put down the one who actually had it. I even gave them a bath in the old lobster tank. I didn't have any shampoo, but Mr. Clean does the trick in a pinch. At Cormart, we really do love corn, and I do too. Don't believe rumors to the contrary. Please come back. Cormart, we're ready to be number one again. Merle, uh, thanks for joining us. I'm Stephen, this is Matthew. Nice to meet you both. And this is Officer Crubble. Oh, I know Bubba. Yeah, we're neighbors. We share a hot tub. It's smack down in the middle of the property line. Don't know who put it there. All of a sudden, one day, it was there. Just like Timothy Chalamet. Huh, small town. All right, should we get sketching? What can you tell us about what you saw? Uh, well, I'll be honest, I, I didn't get a great look at it, but I really don't think it was an animal. It looked more human-like to me. Interesting. Uh, could you describe it to Officer Crubble in as much detail as possible? Sure thing. Now, again, to be honest, I didn't get a great look. It was dark, and uh, I wasn't wearing my glasses. And it moved so fast. Uh, plus, my flashlight wasn't pointing at it and was instead aiming right into my eyes. But uh, let, let's see, it had uh, dark hair, it had dark eyes, uh, something mysterious behind it. Real mysterious, I'd say. It was kind of, the jawline was really robust and chiseled, very defined. Like it was chiseled out of marble. Its body, it, it looked muscular, lean, I'd say. Very lean, like a uh, skinny. Yeah, like that. Maybe, uh, maybe a little bigger. 
Yeah, like that. think uh, that eyes were oval-shaped, like uh, two eggs that had eyes drawn on them. Chicken eggs, of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just a perfect shaft of meat. Real solid. The whole thing was a feast for the eyes, first and foremost. Yeah, really great buns. Perfectly shaped and nice and firm. Oh, yeah, so it was firm. really hot. Really very hot. It made my mouth water. I'm drooling a bit right now. After nearly two hours, 45 minutes of which Merle spent recounting the best hot dog he had ever eaten, we finally had a detailed sketch of the creature. All right, and I'll just shade a little bit more here, and... Is that what you saw? Yeah. Yeah, that's it, all right. That's what I saw. Oh, that's... Hmm. Is that... That looks like Jake Gyllenhaal. That's what I was thinking. Who does it look like? Jake Gyllenhaal. Who's that? I believe that's Maggie Gyllenhaal's brother. Oh, Maggie Gyllenhaal's brother. Huh. What do you think he's doing out in these parts? I don't think it was actually Jake Gyllenhaal. Well, I wouldn't dismiss it so quickly. I mean, he did break Taylor's heart. What? He broke Taylor Swift's heart. He's definitely capable of horrible deeds. Oh. <laughs> I didn't even know that they dated. <laughs> Matt, that's what All Too Well is about. We've listened to it so many times. How do you not know this? Is it? <laughs> Must have slipped past me. It's not like I completely tune out whenever you play that song, which is whenever we travel anywhere. Is he really that bad? It was her birthday! It's supposed to be fun turning 21! Sheesh, okay, I get it. Well, uh, this turned out to be another dead end. Thanks for your time, Mr. Charistout. I hope your dog gets better soon. Thanks, Officer Crubble. Steve, you coming? Yeah. Huh. I thought for sure that would be our big break. Though I'll check Jake Gyllenhaal's socials to see if he has an alibi for last night. Man, monster hunting is not as easy as I thought it would be. Definitely works up an appetite. I'm gonna ask Dr. P to make Katie for dinner tonight. <laughs> With a side of lobster, of course. What do you want? Steve? Huh? What do you want Dr. P to make you for dinner? Oh, uh, I don't care. Steve, are you mad about the Taylor Swift stuff and me not listen to her music? What? No. I mean, yeah, I am. I'm pretty cheesed off about that. Like, hot, melty cheesed. But, no, I was just thinking, what if this is all connected to the election? You think someone planned to attack terrorists in it last night? Why would someone go through all that trouble to kill a dog when he could just put chocolate in a pork chop and leave it in the dog's yard? <laughs> That's what I always do. Yeah, because this was personal. Like a Build-A-Bear you give to your mom after you forget Mother's Day. Ah, I think you're reaching a little. Well, it's a good thing I've got long arms. Think about it. One of the candidates, Justin Doby, goes missing, and now another candidate happens to get attacked? I bet if we looked at who the other candidates were, we'll find more connections. I don't know. Trevisone did get taken for a walk in the park every night where the attacks happened. It was bound to happen eventually. And what about Doby? Honestly, the guy was a loser. After he lost the election, he probably threw himself off a bridge or into a wood chipper. That's how I want to go out. I think it's at least worth looking into. Okay, let's at least go to Town Hall and see who else was running for mayor last election. Fine, but we can't listen to Taylor Swift on the way. Fine, I'll just sing it. No! I'll walk through the dawn with you. Hello there. What can I do for you gentlemen? Uh, hi there. Uh, I'm Steven. This is Matthew. Uh, we were wondering if we could see a list of all the candidates from last year's mayoral race. Oh, uh... 
I'm not sure I'm supposed to share that sort of information with the public. What? Uh, but people would know. Sir, that information is restricted. I can't give it out to just anyone. But Steve, I got this. Daisy, it's uh, Daisy, right? Y yes, Daisy Pop Tarts. Well, hello, Daisy Pop Tarts. Can you help us out, please? Please, pretty, pretty, please, please help us out, please. What the hell is going on out here? They were asking about the mayoral candidates from last year. And why would you boys be interested in that? It might be related to the case. Is that right? The case with your so-called monster. What do you expect to find on that list? Frankenstein and the Wolfman? That would be highly suspect if they were. I can assure you they aren't. There's something more to this. Okay, the more we look, the more I'm convinced this can't be an animal. I think it's all connected to last year's election. Do you think this too? It's strange that all the attacks happen on holidays. Howie and Manny were attacked on Labor Day. Another attack happened on Thanksgiving, then Halloween, one on All Saints Day, and Remembrance Day as well. Uh, then Black Friday when Cleon died. That doesn't prove it's not an animal. More visitors come through town on holidays. Spend time out, celebrating, having fun. Not to mention all the fireworks. It'll draw in animals. There's nothing intelligent about that. And how does that even connect to the election? I think someone is targeting the mayoral candidates. Trevsnet was attacked, Justin Doby disappeared. That election was an important day for whoever's behind this. Okay, maybe they want to ruin big days for other people. If we can just see who else ran for mayor, we might be able to find other victims or potential future victims. Maybe even a suspect. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, and that dog mayor, he got attacked yesterday. What day was that? National Piss on a Fire Hydrant Day? Actually, we did some research. Turns out the Trout Snouts changed their name from Troutstein when they were fleeing the Nazis. And yesterday was the first night of Hanukkah. Someone or something is planning these attacks, or is at least using the attacks as cover. If we're right, this whole town is in danger. We're looking at a whole week of holidays, Buster. Christmas Eve, Christmas, Boxing Day, Kickboxing Day, Denzel Washington's birthday, so many leading up to New Year's Day. We're looking at a massacre, Boyd. Do you know what I think? What I really think? I think that a hole in my underwear would be more useful than you two piss stains. That would be pretty useful. The poops could just fall out. Don't gotta pull them down. Unless my underwear already has holes in it. I'm a chafer. Jesus Christ! Okay, look, we just want to be sure. It doesn't matter if you believe us. If we can find a connection, we can warn them just in case. The mayor could even be in danger. The mayor is already hidden away. Even I don't know where she is. Oh, she's upstairs in her nap hammock. She's what? She's upstairs in the nap hammock, relaxing. Don't tell anybody, but she's been using catnip. Scandalous. She's been here the entire time? Smart, right? It's the last place anyone would look for her. Thought of it myself. Does anyone else know she's here? Well, I did tell my mom about it. She always says I never have any good ideas. <laughs> I also told my book club and my book on tape club and my we-pretend-we-actually-read-the-book club. Okay, we need to get her out of here. Steve, you're overreacting. What the? The power's out. All right, nobody panic. I'm sure it's a coincidence. What the hell? Oh, it's on the roof. We have to get Perker Posse out of here now. The hell was that? You all stay here. I'm gonna go get the mayor. Matt, if I'm not back in five minutes, you can have my collection of novelty watches I got from cereal boxes.
Steve, don't... Damn it. I don't want those. Are we going to die? Eventually. I mean, death comes for everyone. I hope I fall into a wood chipper. That's how I always wanted to go. I thought it was silly. I don't think it's silly at all, Daisy Pop-Tarts. Are... are we going to kiss? I think so. Mistletoe hangs above us, and we are leaning closer to each other. This feels like a weird time to be doing this. Shh, I know. Just let it happen. Ah! Ah! Something broke a window. Oh, it's just you. Where's the other one? Steve went to find the mayor. You've got to help him. I really don't want a shitty serial watch collection. Shh. There's something up there. Steve! I got her. It's upstairs. What is? I, I don't know what it is. I locked the stair doors. They can't get down here. Not unless they can figure out how to use the elevator. <laughs> like that will ever happen. Oh heck. Get behind the counter! All distracted. You go out the side door. Go now. Hey! Over here! Oh, we have to go back for him. No, it's suicide. Come on, we've got to get to safety. Wait, is that Boyd? Oh, holy shit. Boyd! Boyd, are you okay? He got me pretty good, but I got him too. Scared him off. Oh, your arm. Oh, that's really bad. Daisy, call an ambulance. Uh, keep pressure on it. Hi, we need an ambulance at Town Boyd, Hall. you're gonna be okay. There was another attack. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Look, he pissed his pants. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Piss Pants. Oh, those things are drenched. <laughs> <laughs> Boyd survived his injuries, though his pants sure didn't. We now had first-hand experience with the monster that's been tormenting the town. Luckily, we survived the encounter. The monster was more human-like than we expected. Could it be a man transforming into a monster? This is something we need to consider, and consider sooner than expected. Boys, I was getting worried. I had not heard what you wanted for dinner. We had a big day, Dr. P. We were attacked by the monster. We did save the mayor, though. Well, that was mostly me. But still, we were attacked. Well, Point Nutchess was the only one who was really hurt. <laughs> and he pissed his pants. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he was happy that we took that selfie with him in his piss pants. No. <laughs> he was so mad. Uh, I hope he forgives us. We were wrong about him. Uh, I'm sure he will forgive you. And I'm sure that his arm will feel better in no time. Uh, Doc? We never said his arm was injured.
next time on Corntown. What is it exactly that you boys are getting at? We were saying it's suspicious that you know where Boyd was hurt. Were you not getting that? I thought you were smart. Pups and Freud was helping Dolby with his mayoral campaign. Infiltrating the Maze Institute would be no easy feat. One does not simply walk into a corn research facility. This has been an SM Experience production. Executive produced by Stephen T. Holmes, Matthew Miner, and Ima Plastic. Episode mixed by Richard Mixon. If you have any information about the attacks in Corntown, email us at the smexp at gmail.com. 